Hello, Brad here. Just to say we're super proud that the Friday 5pm podcast is sponsored by the Malt Miller, the UK's best home brew store. We use the Malt Miller for all of our homebrew experiments, as well as tapping them up for advice and binging on their awesome YouTube channel all the time. That's why whenever we release a homebrew video, we put a recipe kit live on the Malt Miller, so you can brew with the exact same amazing ingredients that we did. The same ingredients used by pro brewers. So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled-to-order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our Five Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash maltmiller to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe, you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend. Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Good evening, Beer Geeks, and welcome to a very special edition of the Friday 5pm podcast, because everything has changed, nothing has changed. We're still in lockdown. It's still the same. The world's still in chaos. Um, (laughs) Idiots are leading the way from the back. Yeah, suggesting we inject ourselves with disinfectant. I mean, sure. He also said you could inject yourself with alcohol, which sounded vaguely more appealing, but... No more help for fighting coronavirus. It's very dangerous, all this misinformation. Um, it's crazy, about isn't fake it? news. You'd never it? catch misinformation on the Craft Beer oh, Channel, would no. you? We, we're not one to be putting that out into the world. No. No, 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 no. And, not uh, knowingly. Some of our early videos are definitely not full of complete <laughs> misfacts. No. Uh, no. Alternative facts, I should say, to use common parlance. Um, anyway, let's keep this positive. Uh, we have some exciting news. We actually do, which is that we are taking our live shows to the next level. I know you, you, you can't even envision what the next level could be after the technological and comedy masterpieces that were our last two. Um, but uh, we, <laughs> we're now running them uh, fortnightly and we have a drink-along box for sale so that you can be drinking the same beers that we are. I think it's a bloody great idea, man. I really do. I love the idea of being able to drink along with your mates virtually because everyone's our mates who, who watch the Craft Beer <laughs> Channel. They're all my mates. Each and every one. Um, apart from the trolls. But even the trolls, I'd, I'd still maybe give them a hug. Yeah, it's kind of love, love, love-hate thing going on with the trolls. Yeah. But, man, yeah. What, um, what a time to be alive when we can all link up individually from our separate places, share a common experience together, drink amazing beers, dissect the beers with you. Um, it's just great, man. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So if you want to join in, uh, I've put together a a sexy box of six delicious beers, all different styles, um, and a craft beer channel glass. Nice. uh, Specially designed by by the Brad. Um, You can pick that up from beermerchants.com. There's a link in the show notes. Uh, Unfortunately, beer merchants aren't currently shipping abroad. Usually they do all of the EU, but due to, uh, well... The world's shutting down. That's not currently possible. But we hope eventually that we will continue this forever, the drink-along facet, uh, and you guys can continue to um, 
in Europe drink along at some point. Um, so this first one, only available in the UK, but I will uh, put online what we'll be drinking in advance so that you guys can maybe track down something similar if you can't get hold of the box. Um, just off the top of my head, there's a, a New England IPA, there's a, a Hoppy Lager, there's a uh, Berliner Weiss, there's a Saison, um, there's a Session there's IPA, a there's all kinds of stuff going as well, on big stout. Oh, it's an Imperial Stout. Yeah. It's Conrad Stout from Lervig, if you want to go out with a bang. Um, so, yeah, uh, you guys can drink along even if you can't get hold of that box. Um, our next live show is on Wednesday. That's Wednesday the 29th of April at 8 p.m. London time. So, I think, is that 9 p.m. European time? Um, maybe 4 p.m. Eastern Standard time. Uh, I can't do the maths for <laughs> California because it's, uh, well, I've had a beer. Um, but yeah, do please, please join us even if you can't get hold of the box. We'll have another awesome pub quiz. Uh, we'll have some more amazing beer, some beer and food matching. And of course, uh, some absolute fucking nonsense. I, I'm, I, I'm hoping for some more Tiger King rounds, to be honest. Maybe we'll, yeah, we could do. <laughs> Maybe we should find a third person. So it'd be Trump. The Tiger King, Ooh, I like it. Or David Ike, yeah, maybe David Ike, another lunatic. <laughs> it could be. He's <laughs> he's come back out of the woodwork, hasn't oh, he? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. Um, um, but so yeah, or if you have any ideas, let us know, guys, and we can add it to the quiz. Yeah, it's it's going to be a hoot, man. I mean, these things are always fun. I just I, I love I love interacting with the people as we as we do them because um, you're hilarious. Uh, all you people out there in YouTube land. Um, but also the fact now we're going to be able to drink the same thing as you and all have this common experience is going to be awesome. And I think it's, it's, it's a really good value box as well because we're not going to be crazy and drink them all in one go. We're going to drink half of them this time around, half of them in the next show. So it just, it just makes a lot of sense to me. Right. So uh, moving on to the more general uh, Friday 5pm podcast, uh, we're actually going to do things a little bit different. Uh, this week. This week's upload uh, was another beer stash raid uh, and this time it was a bottle of uh, Casey Brewing and Blending's Funky Blender. So Casey are a, a wild uh, wild beer focused uh, blendery and brewery in Colorado just by the Rockies and uh, I got hold of their bottles. I haven't actually been to the brewery. Uh, some friends went to Colorado and brought some back for me because they knew that I'd, I'd tried some Casey and absolutely loved it. Um, so having not ever been there, I thought I'd get the owner of the brewery up on Skype and had a nice chat with him, which I put into the video, but I didn't get to use all of it. We had a, a good long chat. So I thought we could play uh, as a little Easter egg, the little bit that got removed from the video for uh, brevity reasons, because there was a really nice bit. We were talking about the, uh, the fact that uh, Troy is a scientist. He's a chemist, uh, and yet he's ended up in the form of brewing, which is least uh, scientific, where we we still use instinct, we still use chance, uh, we still use nature. Um, so I asked him whether he used his chemistry degree anymore, um, and this is what he said. I'm interested. Final question: You you have a degree in chemistry. Um, how much do you get to use that degree when you know art? Uh, sorry, blending wise, everything's so kind of uh, t- like qualitative rather than quantitative. Absolutely. Yeah. Blending is, uh, we always joke. We, I, I use very little of my undergrad chemistry degree anymore. And, um, but I do, uh, you know, I've got a team, uh, a lot of the employees that we hired over the years have come with zero 
brewing experience. And so we've got to train them up as they go. Um, and so sometimes I'll ask a question and I'll have to dig into the back of my brewing science brain and just like spit out things that I haven't talked about in four years. Um, so the brewing science comes out all the time when we're trying to figure out troubleshoot um, different things on the hot side uh, or different um, issues that we might have in the uh, on the colder side of things. And um, but when we're blending, I, we talk about I always talk about calibrating your hands. So if I'm trying to blend two parts of this and one part of this, it's all about how fast do you, do you tip it? And I learned that from uh, Lauren Salazar from New Belgium. So she was the one who said, you've got to calibrate your, your wrist or your hands. We don't use the graduated cylinders and, and really be super specific about it. It's much more a touchy-feely um, type situation. And those are the really fun days for sure. And that just adds, uh, I guess, I'd say an element of chance, but uh, an element of, I guess, an artisan kind of approach going, it's going to be this much, what feels right, what's tasting good when I do that. Absolutely. And that's what's so much fun about this. And that's what keeps it so exciting, even after six, six years of doing this, is the, the beers are always changing. There's the, the, the biggest unexplored um, aspect of our business right now is the base beers, is how can we get different flavors in the base beers? You know, anybody can find the fruit growers that we use. You can find the hops, you can get the vanilla. Um, but the base beers, I think, are the big um, unexplored aspect of uh, these mixed culture beers. How can you focus on mouthfeel, texture, and the different flavors? Um, and then, uh, and that's what's fun about it is that it's like magic. You can put the same base beer in four different barrels, and all four of those barrels are going to come out differently. And so that's what keeps it really fun for me, right? Uh, it's not like when you're making really great lager, you know, that's more so brewing by numbers, right? You're looking at different numbers and the different steps to see if that beer should advance. There's so much art in that as well. And those are the styles of beers that I love to drink when I'm at home. But, you know, it's really, it's really analytical. Um, these beers, there's much more, like I said, touchy-feely and much more, um, uh, magic when it comes to making these so we've got some beers that we can take the same beer put it in the bottles and one will turn out perfect and the other one is flat if the same yeast went in it was like we just don't i don't know i don't know why and so it's uh that's what i think is really fun about it so as you'll have heard troy started going into that age-old debate of whether brewing is science or art um brad what do you think it is i mean i think to be a great brewer you probably have to be artistic and have flair i think you can be a proficient brewer and make amazing consistent beer with science and with with uh sticking to the rules but obviously when we're talking about this kind of field it's a bit it's a bit magic it's a bit terroir it's a little bit in the lap of the gods um it's it's art, man. It's art for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think certainly the kind of beers that Troy is making is, is closer to, to the art. It's very hard to predict what's going to happen. And if you can't predict it, then you can't use science. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. So you're trusting your instincts. Uh, it's a wonderful age-old debate. I don't think there has to be an answer. I think it's nice to... Um, to not really know. And, you know, some people make fantastic beer with zero scientific knowledge. Um, very few people. Um, but there are lots of scientists who, who make desperately bland beer um, and they all work for Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's an interesting debate. 
um, but the two aren't don't have to be mutually exclusive. Um, it's not quite like religion and science, where I think they they probably do. Although the Archbishop of Canterbury would uh, vehemently disagree with me. Um, yeah, so as always, Brad didn't actually get to try the beer this week, and he wasn't in the episode because we can't get anywhere near each other. Um, but what 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 uh, wild ales are you missing, or or what wild ales are you drinking at home at the moment, Brad? Um, I've got some yonder stuff, which is lovely. Um, my my beer stash is massively depleted. It wasn't a great to start with, but I've still t- ticking away on a few bits of yonder. Um, I would I, what I'm hankering for is the um, that amazing bees and things and flowers. I'd love some of that. That was great. Um, that was yeah. I think um, I, I swear I saw someone's in barrel recently, or maybe. Uh, Stu said that they were about to brew it or something. So you might not be waiting more than a couple of months. Maybe. We'll probably still be in lockdown when you get it. I just remember it being like really, obviously super refreshing. And it was like sherbet-y, lemony kind of like, almost, well, just just like, and it had that like little bit of acidic kind of cut to it as well. Just great. Yeah, drinking. I remember us thinking it was like, it was like, um, like really rustic lemonade. Yeah, it was it. It was definitely yeah. like lemonade. And I bloody love a shandy, as everybody knows. So that Bloody's thing was spectacular for me. So that's that's what I'm missing. I wish I had one of those left, and I don't. So I'm very sad. Well, I'm I'm, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. You'll have to go to beermerchants.com and pick <laughs> up some uh, some delicious wild ales. Yes. Uh, I think that's the stuff that's actually pretty well stocked. You know, everybody's buying pilsners, session IPAs, pale ales, IPAs, because um, you want to you want fridge fillers, right? Um, so I think actually Belgium's not seeing the boom in the no. off trade that perhaps other styles are. Do you think there's something in this, right? Because I mean, obviously we're entering summertime now, so you just want to drink crispy boys and you know not make yourself stupid drunk if you're just sitting at home and having to work and all the rest of it. And there's no there's no delineation between going out and staying in um do you think that there is something about what you find comforting and securing what you're used to what what you your memories your beer memories might be from growing up like we might we might turn to junk food or comfort food in hard times do we are we all turning back to lager because it's it's our old friend that never let us down back in the day and we're sort of entering a womb-like beer state where we just we just want to make it all go away Johnny I think and I think maybe you were clocking this as you rambled on that you've overthought that (laughs) maybe I did maybe I did man this is the sort of stuff I think about most people because we're not socializing we're not looking to get drunk we're drinking uh, for alcohol's relaxation we're drinking uh, for the the comfort of it and we're drinking um, to break up the day we're going for more sessionable yeah. styles. Um, we've definitely seen from the stories I've been writing for Good Beer Hunting, we've seen a massive change in consumer behaviour towards um, local session beer. So beers like Hepcat from Gypsy Hill, which is a four and a half percent session IPA, that is being sold by the case. So instead of people getting like mixed six packs and stuff, they're buying larger quantities of the same beer and it's, it's session beer and i've done the same the beer i've drunk the most of since we went into lockdown uh, along with the pilsner raquel case that i got because uh, i'm a shill um was uh traxonoma nice um i've probably drunk a case of that since we went into lockdown 3.8 percent new england pale loads of mosaic and citrary vibes 
Um, and it's got that that bang for your buck when you have that first sip. It's like, oof. But, you know, at the end of the can, you know, once you're your taste buds are used to that flavor it's just tasting like a, a really quite dry slightly citrusy session beer it's um it's it's a absolutely brilliant beer i've fallen completely in love with it should we just do our next live video we just drink a case of that each just drink a case of yeah i think you'd survive it as well at 3.8 you might not feel good yeah but you might survive the experience whereas i don't think that would happen with the stuff that i was drinking pre-lockdown i definitely have to go for a wee i wouldn't be able to sit there for two hours doing a quiz uh do you know I've I we we did a live show once where I think both of us got caught short in the end. <laughs> it is always a risk when you're doing a 2-hour live show that you consuming beer, you're going to have to go, you're going to have to abandon camera for a couple of seconds. But we've done pretty well recently. There's that um famous uh idea that Tony Blair always gave a speech with a full bladder. Um and it and it it, it pepped him along and it made him a better orator. Do you think that when you need to have a wee, Johnny, does it clarify your mind? Are you able to think deeper about beer? No, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> like, I, I, I've never really told anybody this because nobody's ever asked. But, you know, when you're in a pub and you're having a, uh, a, a conversation, like a pub kind of argument. Yeah. I always find that if I need a wee, I can't focus entirely. And sometimes I'll come back from... Have, from having been to the loo with like a brilliant salient point nice. because I'm not just thinking like my abdomen is aching. <laughs> so I'm focused by not needing a wee. There's nothing better, in fact, than the, the blissful relief of no longer being desperate for the loo. That's what focuses my mind. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Very interesting. Are, are you the opposite? No, I, I mean, if I need a wee, I really need a wee. So I'm going to go for a wee <laughs> and I'll get back to you about whatever we're arguing about. Once I've had a wee. So, um, yeah, yeah, man. I, I think, I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? I guess we, like most people at home now, not, no one's going to the pub, so no one's got that worry. Um, unless they're on house party, I guess, then that's a, a legitimate is- issue. But, uh, yeah, I wonder how many people take their phone to them, with them to their toilet. That's another grim thought, isn't it? Then, anyway. Should we, should we? Well, I promise you, we will never broadcast a live show from either of our bathrooms. No, no, no. Um, and I've, that's a promise I can keep. I know there's a lot of promises being broken right now. Oh, by the politicians. But I promise you, never to get my wang out on a hangout. <laughs> hangout. Um, <laughs> Did you just come up with that, or is that a, is that a common saying? Sounds good. Um, I hope it's not a common phrase. No, maybe in certain parts of the internet. Do you want to do you want to hang out with your wang out? I'm sure that is a, I'm sure that's a that's popular a, that, thing. That's a sexy video call. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're saying now on all the uh, the dating websites. It's not just sending the dick pic. It's saying, um, do you want to get your wang out on a hangout? <laughs> anyway, that is one of the greatest, uh, most obscure derailments this has ever taken, and we've actually come to the end of this week's Friday 5 p.m. podcast. So all that's left is to say. Please do, if you can, and if you're up for it, buy the drink-along box from beermerchants.com. The link is in the description box. Um, So do look it up there. Click the link, buy it, get our glass, stick it on social media and say, hey, dudes and dudettes, I love this glass. You should all drink from it as well and join us on Wednesday. Um, The link for that live show will also be going live very, very soon. That's my bad. I haven't put it live yet, but it will be live soon. Anything else to add, Brad? That's it, man. All I've got to say is, uh, you know, we're all about 
sharing the love and increasing the peace in these strange times. So why not join us on Wednesday? Drink some beers with us. Even if you can't get, get our box, now. but we'll tell you the sort of stuff we're going to be drinking. We want to talk to you guys. We want to, we want to know what you're thinking and uh, how we're going to come out of this together. How we're going to change the world. How we're going to make beer better. How we're going to make everything better. Okay, we're going to break some promises on this next <laughs> live show if we're expecting answers for that. But we will certainly attempt to give you the answers to those, or you guys can give us the answers. And we will see you guys on Wednesday, 8pm UK time, for the best darn drink-along there ever has been. Amen.